Hi, my name is Tina, and I talk a lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show. Tina talks a lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. As I sit here and start to hit record on uh, this podcast episode, I am looking out the windows of my house to a very new uh, snowfall, lots of fresh snow. It also happens to be a Monday. And I know that it can be really easy to see both of those things when you wake up that it's a Monday morning, right? And that there has new snow on the ground. So if you are not in the Midwest or you're listening to this summer, I mean, maybe just put yourself in Wisconsin uh, in March, which happens to be our biggest uh, snowfall month, but yet we believe that it's spring. And so in our minds, we're thinking spring has come, right? And we have all these like fake springs, which is really frustrating for many. And, um, and, and fake spring basically means like it gets nice out and we're like, yay, bring out the Birkenstocks and no jackets. And then we, we get another snowfall. So if you're anything like me, um, well, okay. So I love the snow. I have to say, I love the snow. I think it's super beautiful. Um, the trees, they're just unbelievable with how much snow is on them and the ground and it just looks gorgeous. So I can't deny that, but, and I should say, and not, but if you're anything like me, you may be thinking, okay, another day, right? Another thing, another, oh, like, how do I get going? How do I get moving? You know, the kids are off to school, crazy uh, new thing in our world, no homeschool, but the kids are off to school. And now what? And you may be lacking a little bit of motivation. And so if you are with me on that, I've got seven fairly simple things for you to shift, change, add uh, to your morning or your day, wherever you're at right now, um, right away. Things you can take action on almost immediately. And Sometimes I record these podcast episodes for for me too. <laughs> so I don't have it all perfectly figured out by any means. Um, but I do feel like i've um I've worked through these a lot and I've worked through them with my um my clients, um with my doTERRA team. And I often get a message from people saying, "Hey, I'm stuck, right? I'm not sure where to." start. I don't know what to do next. I don't know my next right step. And so although I've also been in this spot, um, I've worked myself out of it countless times. Uh, I've coached many people in being able to take this next step, um, countless, countless times. So let's just get started. Number one, this one's like my favorite. I actually should have left this one for last because it's just, it's so good and it's truly changed my world. It's changed a lot of my clients' worlds and it's so simple. And you may be like, Tina, I've heard this before, but just hear me out. I want you to take your big tests, 
Like if you've got, you know, your planner, your to-do list, whatever in front of you, and you're like, this is a lot, this is a big thing. And I'm not sure that I can tackle that whole thing. Well, chances are you're not going to tackle that all. Um, and for sure, not all on a Monday. Um, I just kidding. You can totally tackle things on Mondays, but maybe not a big monster project, right? It probably needs to be broken down into some smaller steps. So take your big task that's on your list. Yep. Go grab your notebook, go grab your planner, wherever you have something written down, or if you don't have it written down yet, and it's just up here in your head and you're thinking, oh man, you know that I can't even write it down because it feels too big, right? I want you to break it down into these smaller tasks. So I'll give you a couple of examples um, where this has really worked for me. House cleaning, okay? So I know this isn't business related, but it, it sort of is. So I knew that like how our life is set up is I am, I work <laughs> a bit more uh, than my husband. And it's just because of how kind of the cards have fell. And it's not necessarily like, I don't even know if that's how you say it. It's just how things have fell, how, how our world has uh, happened in that way over the course of the last few years. It's not necessarily planned or intentional, but I do. And so it happens that my husband ends up being um, the person that does a lot of stuff around the house. And he'll say this. And I say this, like, I'm still better at that though. Like, it's just, it's, I'm uh, better at the um, organizing and the, you know, quick pickup and clean up as I go. Um, but I don't always take a lot of time for it. So you're getting a real inside view into our house right now. So I thought, you know what, I know that it would be so helpful for him, our house, the flow of our house, everything that we do would be better if I was just really intentional about making sure that I am present in our home and I'm being intentional about the time that I'm spending on, you know, a quick pickup or a laundry or a whatever, right? Deep clean, whatever it may be. And I thought I can want to do that, but am I going to ever really feel motivated to do that? Chances are no. And so I needed to break this down into kind of smaller tasks, right? You start cleaning your house and you're like, oh my goodness, the baseboards. And then all of a sudden you see the light switch. You're like, oh, how did that get so disgusting? Or like, I mean, all of a sudden you'll be in your kid's room, right? And that is just a whole nother story for, for us. So it seems like a task that will never be completed. And actually we know it won't, right? Housekeeping is something we will do for the rest of our lives. And so I needed to break this down into smaller tasks so it didn't feel so daunting. And also, so it didn't feel like, oh, well, I do this and it feels like I don't get that done, you know, like I don't get enough done. Right. And so anyways, I took, um, I said, you know what, I'm going to put three hours. I think three hours a week seems really good um, to add into my schedule and to, to spend time in the cleaning process or whatnot. And I know a lot of people will say, Hey, you know what? Saturday mornings, that's my cleaning time. Well, guess where I am on Saturday mornings, generally in a hockey rink or driving to a lacrosse field or, um, run into dance practice. I mean, our Saturdays are different all the time. And I know I'm not alone in that. So saying that, Hey, you know what? I'm going to have Saturday be my cleaning day. It just, it just doesn't work. And so I needed to take, if I'm going to say, Hey, you know what, I'm going to take three hours, um, 
out of my week, which is totally doable for any of us, right? Just check your phone time and you'll know that you have three extra hours in the week um, to spend on anything. Yours might not be cleaning. So I hope you're applying this to whatever it is that you know you need to focus on or work on in your world. So I took a sheet, a little post-it, and I just put a new post-it up every week right in front of my desk. Um, right in front of my computer, I should say, because I like to look around that and see like visual. I'm super visual with things. And I, I broke it up into little 15 minute increments. So I did a little circle. And every time I spend 15 minutes on the house, I go and fill in my little circle. And it's so rewarding. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, that 15 minutes didn't take too long. I'll do 30. And then I can cross off 30 minutes on my little sheet. Now, for those of you that are like all electronic based and you're like, Tina, you can have a spreadsheet and you can da, 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 It doesn't work for me. That might work for you. Cool. Do it. However you need to track, track it. But the whole point here for number one is break your task into smaller steps. And again, for me, 15 minutes here, or there worked. It's not, I can spend, I can, I can mop in 15 minutes. I can wipe down the windows in 15 minutes. I could throw in laundry and fold one and put it away in 15 minutes. Like a lot can be done in 15 minutes. That would be noticeable. So my husband would be like, thanks, babe. Right. Um, Because that's what it's all for. (laughs) No, so my kids can uh, see that, hey, how much more helpful it was, you know, to be able to get ready and their uniforms are ready, all the things. Right. So break those tasks into smaller. Now, I also have a business one for you. My podcast, this right here, what what you're seeing right here, uh, there's multiple steps to the podcast process. One is coming up with the idea, right? And those flow out like crazy. The list of podcast ideas that I have are really endless. The fact that I ever have a week where I don't have a podcast go out is just silly, uh, but it's honestly because I think of it as one big task and breaking it up is really, really helpful. So when I remember that, and now I am right now, as I'm saying this, remembering that, that those broken up helped me so much more. So here's the thing. I come up with the idea, right? I got that idea and I have it in my project management tool. Then I have to write some sort of script. Like I don't just willy nilly, you know, toss out a a podcast and just hit record, right? There's, there's pieces to it. And then and not at all that I'm scripting out every word whatsoever. I'm, I'm sure you guys can tell that. I definitely go off on random stories like this one right now. And so I will, um, I write out a little bit of the outline and the script. Then I need to hit record, right? And I start recording like I'm doing right now. And sometimes I start out and I'm like, oh, that was bad. Restart, right? So there's there's some time there. That definitely takes more than 15 minutes. So I could not this, you know, usually my podcast episodes are longer than that. Then I have to write the show notes and mine are really minimal. I don't break down, you know, every single detail, but I want to make sure I give you the links that I promised you, um, you know, a link to any way to contact me and a little bit of like, why would someone want to listen? But I don't necessarily outline the whole entire show. Some people do that and I, I enjoy it for some podcasts, but, uh, for mine, I know that I won't even put one out, honestly, if I had to write out a ton of show notes and then I have to put the task and I do this right after I do the show notes, I have to give the task to my assistant. Now, moving forward on that is, you know, if I was doing the next pieces, I would have to break those up too, because it's just too much to think like I have, I have to do all of those in one sitting. It would honestly, it would just be too much time. Um, 
So then what my assistant does, and, and this is something that a lot of people do themselves, but she'll take that episode, edit it, and then upload it into our host site. And then after it goes live, then I have to promote it. So you can see how that is a really easy project uh, to be able to break up and have a system around, which is awesome. And I have that system in my head, but I also have it written down. Um, and it's it's written down because I've had different assistants. So I've had many different people helping and supporting me in my podcast over the years. This hasn't been my only podcast that I've had. And so I want it to be really easy when maybe I get a new assistant. Now I love my assistant right now, but you never know, like she may change or shift or whatever, do something different. Um, and so I like to have those steps broken down pretty simply. Okay. I hope that's helpful. If you have lack of motivation, just getting started, maybe it's just even like a 15 minute thing. I'll be completely honest with you. My, my whole family has gone right now, which is super rare. My dog is here somewhere in the proximity. So you may hear him bark, or you may see him for those of you that are watching this on YouTube, but everyone's gone in my house. So I thought, Ooh, new environment. I'm going to record my podcast upstairs in the living room. And then I'm looking out. Here's my kitchen right here. I'm my living room right here. I'm at my uh, table and I'm looking around and I'm like, I can't record right now. Like I cannot record. This is like, there was a movie night last night. So the chairs are all blankets are out cords, a little bit of leftover from, you know, getting ready for school. And so I just paused, like I was not feeling motivated because of that. I knew that. And so I, I set a timer on my phone for 15 minutes and I just picked up the house for 15 minutes. Again, so incredibly simple to do. And I almost immediately felt like I could get started again. Now I'm, I'm jumping into another one of my uh, seven things I'm going to lay out for you with lack of motivation. And so I'm just going to jump to it. It's number six. We're going to jump. Sorry. If you're taking numbers, you can write it down, like make space. Right. So number one was breaking tests into smaller steps, but number six was take a break. So that was really good for me. I just took a break from being at my computer and it helped me get more motivated because I, I just picked up for 15 minutes. So kind of a combo of two of the um, bullet points that I've got for you today. Okay. Number two. <sighs> okay. This is a little twofold for number two is this, I guess I would say is helpful for personal life and in business. And that is, there is no way like almost no way that we are going to feel inspired to do work or for me to both sides is to dive into my Bible. Okay. So I have Bible time every single day now. Um, and that's something that's newer to me. I used to have it here or there throughout the week, but now I'm reading through the Bible in a year. And I will tell you that hearing from God, like and, and reading in my Bible and journaling, I cannot be inspired. I am not motivated to do it. If I'm on my phone, 24 seven, there just isn't any way I do not hear his voice. And to put that back into the business perspective, I don't even hear my own voice. I'm not even inspired myself. If my phone is always by my side. If my phone is always on, if there's always an audible or a podcast, or I'm scrolling. And the thing is, is we think we may be inspired 
by our phone because we're seeing things from other people, but generally it does the exact opposite. It makes us feel like we're not enough and we're not doing enough. And so if you start your day on your phone, which I I will be honest, I do a lot, then it's so much harder to be motivated to get started with anything else in your day because your phone is the thing that directed you and really uninspired you to do anything. And so it's hard to hear your own thoughts or like maybe what God is wanting to share with you or what the, what you should be diving into, right? In, in any aspect. So number two is to to get out of the lack of motivation is you need sometimes some inspiration and your phone is not the answer. Quiet time is the answer. And I don't mean like quiet time, like you're still reading or quiet time, like you're journaling or anything like literally straight quiet time. I like quiet time in the shower. I also like listening to a podcast in the shower too, but um, a lot of times I will be listening to something and I'll be like, Ooh, inspiration spark. Right. And if I just keep listening, it's like out and out the window. If I hit pause on whatever I'm listening to, and now I'm in quiet, so much more helpful. And then I have to write it down or else I forget it. But if you have a lack of motivation right now, if you're feeling like I am so unmotivated, I do not know how to get started with this day. And you almost feel like okay, in the morning sometimes and you're like, I'm not going to get anything done today because you already feel so unmotivated. I have been there. Put down your phone, even just for a little bit and just be in quiet, like complete quiet. And I'm not going to say it's the magic bullet by any means, but I know that this can be more helpful than you sitting there and scrolling and wasting the day. Okay, number three, your goal whatever you're working towards. And I'm not talking like a project thing, like, you know, making sure you clean your house for three hours or you get your podcast done. I'm talking like big goal. There's been plenty of times in my business experience where I have set a goal that is so big that when I sit down to do any small task towards that goal, because that goal feels so big, it feels like any action towards it will not even be helpful. And so I have an example of this, like actually currently happening right now in my world. Um, I'm part of a program within doTERRA where you have to have a certain amount of new members join within that month. And so you can move on to the next month. And there's different uh, bonuses and perks for those that are starting out with a new membership. And then there's bonuses and perks for me. I get an extra additional bonus throughout the month. And then also at the end of it, if I complete this after three months, I earn a, a, a trip, uh, a sourcing trip where we get to see where some of our oils are actually produced. So it's been in Hawaii recently. I don't know where this one is actually, um, but I, I share that because um, one of the things is that we need to have 14 new um, people join as a member of doTERRA over the month. And so breaking that up into, you know, days, it's like, well, almost every other day we need to have a new person joining. And it's like, oh my gosh, that feels like a lot. Right. And so I've got to either 
decide, right? Is that goal too big, right? I'm in this program, so it's there. But sometimes I've been in this program before and it's like, it's not working in my life right now. Like I can't focus on that. And so maybe that goal is too big. Now for me right now, at this time, I really prep for it, plan for it. I have my task broken down, so it is good. But a lot of times you may need to set more of an achievable goal so it doesn't feel so daunting, right? So hopefully that was helpful. Kind of a random example, um, because at the current time, it's not too big of a goal. But in some time in my life, it has been based on things, other things happening. So, okay, next up, number four, having a routine. So when there is some sort of routine, I'm not saying you need to have this like crazy morning routine by any means, but if you just have the simple, I do this and then I do this and now I do this. Now, some of you, it may be making your coffee or for me, I love iced coffee. So my husband brews this up for me. It's in the fridge. Absolutely love it. And he's very kind that he does this, but he, he, he mainly does it so that I do not go out and buy a nice coffee in the morning. <laughs> so his frugality is also turning into a service that I, I absolutely love and adore. And then I also take my, um, my collagen, my doTERRA collagen, uh, every single morning. And it's just like, it, it just works. I've got my two, my, my coffee and my collagen. I already drink my, my morning water. And so liquids seem to be like part of my routine and we can fall into bad routines, right. And good routines. So there's been times in my world where, um, I'm just being completely honest. I've shared this a lot, but my phone happens to be something that I want to go to. Like, I just want to like, um, you know, lay in bed and, and scroll my phone. And I know that that's not a good routine and it's going to end me in, um, a lack of motivation where if I get out of bed and I do some of my regular things, like actually getting ready for the day is a huge one. And it doesn't mean that I'm, I'm still wearing leggings. I'm still got, you know, more sporty and then the sweater over the top of it. <laughs> like I, it's still pretty simple, but I'm, I'm getting ready and putting my earrings on, put my glasses on, you know? Um, and so I having some sort of routine like that, that is a positive routine, something it can be really small, um, but just have some sort of routine when you start your day. So again, it doesn't have to be super elaborate. It doesn't have to take hours. It doesn't, it doesn't have to. And, and you may keep adding to it. Like I've added little things here and there that I really enjoy. Now throughout the day, it's really nice to have a routine. So have a set time. Like I'm, I'm, I guess I'm speaking to a lot of you that are working from home, right? Cause it is really easy to get caught up in other things. Now I don't get excited about making sure the house is clean always. Um, but sometimes you can get carried away with that and never get to, to work. Also, what's really nice. I think about having a routine is I have certain days where I have meetings outside the house or I have meetings with other people. And then I have certain days where it's all a work day for me. So like today, I knew I'm usually excited and motivated to get working on a Monday after I've taken some time with family throughout the weekend. And I did tons of family time this last weekend. And so I know that Mondays, I, I've got my cup filled a lot with family time and people. And so Mondays can be a day where I am just like, you know, head down at my computer and working. And so I will build out that routine 
throughout the week intentionally so that I feel more motivated. Like if I would have today packed my day full of meetings, I actually would have got to the end of the day, although it would have been a, you know, a good work day and, you know, connection with people. I would have got to the end of my day and been like, shoot, I didn't actually do what I was like motivated to do. And that's produced my own content, um, like this podcast and social media and, you know, emails and all of that. So putting together a routine that does truly make sense for you based on your life um, and based on, you know, when you actually know that you feel more motivated. Here's another thing for routine is I find that this morning time, and again, it's morning right now as I record this, maybe not as you're listening, but I feel the most motivated to write and produce content. So I know not to necessarily put a meeting at this morning time. And when I do, I feel it every single time that I get back to my computer, you know, mid to late morning or afternoon. And now I'm like, shoot, I'm not motivated to do writing or whatever, because a lot of my energy was taken up with that. And that is my, my morning time where I actually feel like doing more of this work for me. Okay. We'll move on because I could keep going on routine. And, and you know, okay. The reason I think I could keep going on routine is that I don't like routines. And, and even though I told you all the reasons why they're so good, it makes me feel like I'm being controlled or put in a box and it feels restrictive. And that's why mine has to change um, for me and how I work on honestly a daily basis. I don't do well with, uh, oh, okay. Every day I do this every day. I do like, it's like every Monday, maybe I do this or every Tuesday I do this, but it couldn't be every single day is exactly the same. Okay. I'm going to move on number five. So when you have lack of motivation, um, one thing that I think is so, so helpful is to reach out to someone that has held you accountable in the past. And so when I'm feeling not motivated, I will generally, um, and when I'm talking about accountability is I'll reach out to someone that I can talk to specifically about the task that I'm not motivated on doing. And so generally it's business. And so I will reach out to, you know, someone within my doTERRA team, or maybe, um, one of my uh, mastermind type friends where we are all business all the time. And we can just chat quickly, talk about what, we want to accomplish and what we're working towards. And generally by the end of that conversation, we're both excited to get going in what we're doing. Now make sure that you don't talk forever. And maybe that's just a problem for me and for you, but I could definitely get on a phone call with some of my favorite uh, people. And before I know it, it's been an hour and a half. And now I just wasted all my time where I was like needing to be motivated and, and working and I didn't save enough time, right. You know, to, to do the actual things, but now I'm excited to do it and I don't have time. So make sure the call isn't too long. Okay. I already talked about number six, about taking a break. And this is one that I am going to like look in the mirror and say to myself over and over again, but I will generally hit some sort of time in my day where I have simply been at my computer for too long. And there's no way that actual great work is going to get done at that point. And that is a good breaking point, like not actually breaking, but taking a break point, right? Um, Take a break, take a break. And again, that might be the great time, like for me to take a 15 minute cleaning break or to just 
not be on electronics and, and be an inspiration and be completely quiet, move out of the room that you're in. Like a lot of times I'll just stay in my office and try to do that. It's like, nope, just move around to a different spot in your home or your office or wherever you're at, but take a break. So good for you. So good for your body. Take a break. And a short break. Don't take a long break. I mean, honestly, it's hard to get back into something if you take a super, super long break. So if you're wanting to stay motivated in something, a short break is important so that take a little, bit, little break and then get back to what you were wanting to get done. Remember, one of your small tasks um, in a goal that's achievable. Okay, this last one. Um, I did truly save the best for last because I have a really great story here. So I have shared this plenty of times on the show and any, anytime you probably hear, heard me from stage or anything that I think having a coach is very important and it could be a coach in your personal life and professional life. But here I'm talking about professional life specifically. The only time that I have been without a coach, I bought a hair salon. And that was probably the worst business decision at the time that I have ever made. Well, forever. It's still the worst. I'm praying that that is the, the worst that I ever make. Um, but I didn't necessarily have someone to bounce all the ideas off of. And so that's a little tangent from lack of motivation. But um, if you know that part of my story, it's a crazy one talked about it a lot here on the podcast. Having a coach is important for me. I absolutely have to have that person for accountability, connection, just support. But here is an example of why I needed a coach for motivation. So this last summer, I had this idea to create this. At the time, what I looked at it is an online course for small business owners that needed help with their marketing. And so I laid out this whole course step-by-step by step, by step um, exactly what I felt like small business owners needed. And I say small because um, more so small with their, their marketing budget. And generally a lot of people that I've worked with, they don't even have a budget because they have no idea what they should set aside for any sort of marketing budget. And, and to be honest, I don't have that number either. Um, but what happens is a lot of these people get sold into things that they don't need yet and they could DIY it. Now, I am absolutely um, someone that will tell you if you can afford to outsource something, do it. But in most cases, when people are starting out or even decently far into their journey, they have no business paying some of these prices um, that um, can be, they can be sold to when it comes to their marketing from their website to, you know, logo design, social media management, all of that. And it's stuff that I used to sell at my marketing company. Um, but this was what we sold was for people that had a budget and, and my heart actually beats more for the people that don't. So anyways, had this idea for this online course, I'd named it. I'd written out all of the outline and details and everything. I had a whole week set aside. Uh, that I was going to focus on just putting together this program. And then I got derailed. And I'm not going to completely go into that story, but I got derailed. I, I jumped on a call with someone else. They inspired me to do something different. And then we were creating this whole different thing. And it was not, not even related to 
me stepping in and creating this program. So it sat there and it kind of haunted me a little bit. I talked about it. I would, you know, coach some of my individual clients with it, um, with the material, but I hadn't created it. And so I did have a coach at the time, but it wasn't necessarily a coach that was coaching me on this specific topic. It was more mindset, um, self-worth, just tons of um, different things that were helping me align probably to where I am today. So I promise this story has a really good point. (laughs) So fast forward, I was remembering a coach that I had uh, in the past a really incredible coach um, that I had number of years ago. And his focus is numbers and his focus is systems. And um, he's got like philosophies for everything. He's just such an incredible coach. Marco Blanc, I've had him on the show. I'll put a link to that specific episode uh, in the show notes. So you guys can see that or listen to that. And so I, I messaged him and I said, you know, I'd, I'd like to start working with you again. And we um, started a coaching relationship. And on the very first call that I had with him, he said to me, you're going to create this program, but you're going to do it differently. And I was like, what do you mean? Well, I had this idea that I was going to create this program and I needed to have every single thing done in the program, every single step of the program completed before I launched it. And he gave me an entirely different layout that I hadn't even thought of. And here's what it is. So it is not only this course that I am continually adding content to, it also has a coaching aspect, which I absolutely love. I would say coaching slash consulting. And then there is a training aspect. So I was entirely unmotivated to get started with it because it felt so daunting. Inside this program alone, which I'm now calling a resource library, there was over 20, for sure closer to 30 different modules of content that I was needing to create. In my mind, I was needing to create this to be able to launch this program. And my coach, Mark was able to say, Tina, like, let's look at this a different way, right? You have all the information you need to be able to put this out and start coaching people and to start training people. And you can add to this resource library as you go. And guess what? That day, he challenged me to contact three people and ask them if they wanted to be a part of my program called Flow. And truly, I was so freaking anxious. I can't even tell you. I was like, no way. Who am I going to contact? What am I going to say? Oh my goodness, this is stressful. Didn't have all the pieces. I was like, he goes, will you do it? I said, yes, I'll do it. And inside, I'm like, oh my gosh, I so don't want to do this. But I'm like, I'm paying him to coach me and tell me what to do. What the heck, Tina? So. I do it. I contact people and they all said yes. And he tells me, contact three more people the next day and three more people the next day. And you guys, that's the only way that I have promoted this program. It's the only way that I've talked about it is by contacting people individually. And it is filling 
every single week I'm adding more people to this program and I've yet to share it on social media. Now, by the time you listen to this recording, it will be shared. I have yet to email uh, my list. I have yet obviously to put it here on the podcast. I haven't shared it publicly and yet it's filling. I can't tell you how amazing it was to be able to put something out in the world and to have people say yes and to know that I'm on the right path. I did not have that motivation to do that until I like literally knocked on the door of this coach, well, virtually knocked on the door of this coach and said, I need support. I want help. And now here I am, not even a month later, with this beautiful program, this beautiful coaching program that I get to give myself to people and have super hands-on and super connected. I'm, I'm just obsessed with it. So a month ago, you guys, a month ago, I didn't have this. And now I do because I had a lack of motivation. And then with coaching with someone, with connecting with something, someone, here I am with a new program. It just feels so surreal and so amazing. And I want that for you all, if you are truly feeling a lack of motivation. So I went through seven different pieces. You could take all of them or none of them. I asked at least pick one or two that you're going to do today, especially if you're feeling like you're unmotivated. And generally, you know, I know that some of you listen to every podcast episode I put out. Some of you just like, you know, scroll and look for one um, that inspires you because it's something you're dealing with. And so I'm going to lean more towards on the people that picked this episode because you're feeling unmotivated and you wanted to do something to help you, right? To support you. So number one, we talked about breaking tasks into smaller steps. Number two, the only way you're going to be inspired is if you set down your freaking phone and have some quiet time. Number three, you may have too big of a goal right now and you need to make that more achievable. Number four, create some sort of routine, even if it's a different one every single day. Number five, find someone, um, and it may be different someones that can help hold you accountable as you go, you know, get into these spots. Uh, Number six, take a break. Like you might just need to take a simple little break here and there. And then last but not least, get a coach of some sort. And maybe it's me, maybe it's Mark, maybe it's someone else I've had on the show because I love talking to coaches because they are they're truly amazing. I think they make the business world go round. Um, if you think, hey, you know what, Tina might be my next coach. I think that would be really awesome to work with her and work through the system. Then I have a link for you actually in the show notes where you can set up a just a quick 15 minute call with me to see if we are a right fit for each other. Um, like I said, I haven't promoted this publicly. Um, I've handpicked some people that I knew would be right fits uh, for me just because I know them well. You'll notice if you join this community that I know this community really, really well. And I'd love to get to know your business and you well as well. But I put a link there where you can uh, jump on a call with me. Just like I said, a quick 15 minutes to see, hey, are we a right fit for one another? And does it make sense for us to connect? So again, I put that note down there and I'd love to hear from you. I'd also love to chat more on the gram. You can find me anywhere online at Tina Pettis, but I love Instagram. I love chatting there. It's organized and all the things for me. Um, So I'd love to continue this conversation. 
I hope you all have a great day. And if you happen to be listening to this too on an unmated, motivated Monday, snowy day, I hope that you feel um, that extra boost of energy to get started and to tackle whatever thing you're wanting to get done today.